0: And good evening folks, we're about to go live here um, on Facebook And if you want to welcome me to Top Rope Report NXT recap. Honestly,
1: I thought NXT was a good show A lot of action, a lot of good matches We'll see what the noxner got to say So stay tuned, we'll be going live momentarily
0: Greg. What's up, Trip? You do realize that when you're on Facebook, you're already live, so you don't have to tell people that you're going live momentarily because you're already live.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I know. It's just force of habit, like picking my nose. It's just force of habit. But uh. <laughs> oh. How are you... No. How was everything? How, how was everything?
0: Good? Okay, I guess. Just another day in hell.
2: Oh.
1: Recording started. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a special Wednesday night edition of the Top Rope Report here on TalkShoe.com, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Anchor. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia. And joining me as usual every week, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best of the business, the Doctor Greg. What's going on, Greg?
0: Hey, not much. Uh- Not much. All
2: right.
1: Uh, Monday Night Raw and NXT we'll be talking about tonight. Yep. Uh, like I had said to you yesterday off the air, uh, even though you had really made it a good point and I understood clearly what you were saying, it's been a long time since I've seen nine matches on Monday Night Raw. Yep. And even though a lot of the matches didn't last a long time... Nope. It, it was nice to see more than two or three matches. I mean, you know, the the AJ Styles-Omus match, was, a, which I, I thought was a good match. Yep. I, it wasn't like a four-star match or anything, but it was a good match.
0: Right.
1: And, uh... Well, we all know about the tag team match with Lana, and they owe me. That goes without saying. That's always a disaster. But uh, overall, I gave the card to C minus. I mean, I I really thought it wasn't too too
2: bad, only because the
0: well uh, C the minus isn't uh, C minus isn't good. I mean, C minus is, in my opinion, I mean, C minus is okay. At best, B would be good. A minus to A plus is very good to excellent. So your your C minus must be a lot higher of a of a rating than than. You know, C minus is average. C is average. Yeah. You know, D's below average. F is failing. B's above average. A is superior. Yeah. Whatever.
1: Yep. So what
0: do you think of some of the matches? Like, I, like when we talked off air, um, and I told you what I was going to do today, and I have done that. I don't know if you want me to tell you now or wait till Nuggies News. It doesn't matter. Whatever you want me to do.
1: Um, you
0: can talk about it now if you like. Okay. So like you said, there were nine matches. Um, there was... And like I said, the nine matches... Most of them were better than worse, if I can use that as an analogy. Um, yeah. You know, we had our typical D rating for a women's match, tag match specifically, um, but everything else was probably a C or, or even better. The first match didn't start until 8:18. Okay, that was the tag match. Um, now, they had just come back from a commercial break to start the match. At 8.22, four minutes into the match, they went to a commercial. It was a three-ish minute commercial break. But the match was over by 8.30. So that's 12 minutes with a three-minute commercial break. Four minutes into the match, do, do mm-hmm. you really need a? And and I'm sorry, I I know you. We've been to to Raws. I've been to Smackdowns. When somebody like when somebody comes out to the ring and their music is going and they say coming up next, which they did on Monday Night Raw a few times. Yep. It, it, that's it. The music stops. You know and there you know the the ring announcer will say, "Okay, we're coming back in ten seconds, or we're coming back in thirty seconds, so we need you to we need to prepare you to cheer again, ready, and then they count down so that when the music starts playing again with three minutes left, it looks like oh they've been cheering for' them this whole time, so with there being no fans, I'm wondering, are they really wrestling?" During that three-minute commercial break? Or are they kind of just chilling, talking, where they're going to get beers later? Okay. Uh, Then the next match was Charlotte versus... Now, these are bell-to-bell times. This doesn't include coming to the ring or after the match was over. Okay? Charlotte versus Dana Brooke. Eight forty-seven. Seventeen 17 minutes later... To start this match, and it went four minutes, went to eight fifty-one. Wow! Then twenty-seven minutes later, at nine eighteen, we had Morrison versus Damien Priest. Two minutes into the match, they went to a commercial break. Finished the match at nine twenty-seven for a total of nine minutes. Okay. At nine thirty-five. They, they had a match that, that started during a commercial break. So if you want to give an extra minute to that match, maybe. But it was Shelton, Benjamin, and Cedric Alexander against the Lucha House Party. So I put that it started at 9.35, ended at 9.40 for five minutes. The next match after that was only nine minutes later. But that was Garza versus Gulak. And that started at 9.49, ended at 9.52 for a three-minute match.
2: Okay.
0: Then 12 minutes later, we had a tag team match of Orton and Riddle versus Elias and Riker. That started at 10.04 and ended at 10.10. Then, eight minutes later, we had a match between Sheamus and Mansoor that went from 10.18 to 10.23. Then afterwards, there was one extra minute of physical confrontation with, um, I was going to say Ali, um, uh, what the hell is his name? Humberto <coughs> Carrillo. So then we had 12 minutes later, Naomi and Lana... Versus Shayna and Naya that started at 1035, ended at 1037. Wow. Two minutes. Then wow. Braun Strowman versus Lashley started at 1045. Went to 1050, took a commercial break, and then came back and ended at 1059 for a 14-minute match. A total of Bell to Bell. 60 minutes exactly of wrestling. Wow. So if you want to add two minutes to every match for introductions, maybe you can add another 20 minutes total to that, and then the two extracurricular things. So maybe you want to say 25 minutes from introduction to end of the match. Right. You're talking one hour and 35 minutes of commercials and fluff. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: So that's why I said overall I would have given the show a B. But because of all the extra BS, it was a C to C+.
1: Jasmine tuning in. Thank you for watching us, Jasmine. Uh, Yeah, I can... uh I can definitely uh, see your point there, but before we go any further, um, I would like to extend birthday wishes to three special people for
2: the Top Rope Report. One is the Little Nugster, the other one is Mr.
1: 24-7 DJ, and the third one is one of our guests that have been on the show, Princess Victoria. I'd like to send out birthday wishes to those three, and many happy mornings.
0: And for those of you that may not know, Little Nugster is Joe Chester, who's my son. I know Tripp doesn't want to say his name for some reason. In his post on Facebook, he said Little Nugster and Mister Twenty Four Seven DJ Culver. But I'll give him—I'll give him his his due and tell him happy birthday.
1: Yes, Joe Chester is a wonderful guy. Glad he's part of the show. And uh, many happy mo- uh, many more birthdays. For Joe Kester, also known as the Little Nugs, and DJ. Um, yeah, so, you know, with Raw, I mean, I can understand, you know, well, uh, you know, and that was a, a lot of work on your part to do that. Thank you for uh, doing the research on that.
0: Yeah, but and, it was just uh, the point is, is once again, it's like Monday Night Raw, for whatever reason. It, it, it almost seems like they're trying to find a way, want to make sure there's nobody around, to fuck it up. Because yeah. even when they have a, a card that has nine matches that you were impressed with, that they had nine matches, they had an out-of-ring segment in between every match. Whether it was Sonya getting ripped by Adam Pearce, Kayla Braxton talking to MVP and Lashley, I think what twelve times last night. Um, it was at least twice. You know yeah. the tomato incident with Randy Orton, and then another in, not then another thing with Riddle. With every freaking commercial break or every match, they had a two- or three-minute nonsensical event backstage.
2: Yep.
1: Yep, I can definitely agree with you on that because there was a lot of way too much stuff going on in the back in between matches. And, you know, I guess that must be the WWE WWE's way of trying to fill time.
0: But- well, then, then you know what? Take a couple of those segments out and let um, Drew Gulak and Andrew Garza, which, which was for the three minutes that it was on, was a good match, you know? And then the whole thing with him, you know, kicking the rose into his butt was kind of humorous, you, you know? Yeah. But, but I'm just saying, you know, you're people are complaining that you're not trying to elevate people on the roster, and then you give us that.
1: All right isn't it ironic though how you had mentioned how you yourself had mentioned we hadn't seen much of Angel Garza because they haven't really had much for him, right? And then he shows up on in a match with Drew Gulak, which I agree was you know a good match. I thought it was yeah. a good match. Uh, so were you surprised to see Montezor signing a contract to be on Monday Night Raw?
0: I mean, he's been on the main roster's radar for a while. I mean, yeah, he wrestles two oh five live, but he's rest he has a, a a long standing undefeated streak um on two oh five and main event. So he, he's been in that, you know, main roster abyss. Um not in NXT but not on the main roster. We don't know what to do with him, you know, mode. Right. Um so was it surprising yeah, a little bit.
1: Okay. I thought it was actually nice to see for the first time in a couple of weeks Monday night
0: Raw ending without Drew McIntyre being laid out. Wow. I mean, yeah,
1: Lashley finally got uh finally got laid out.
0: But yeah, but did, did was that the absolute worst spear you've ever seen given?
2: Yes. Yes,
0: it he was. He barely, he like, he speared him. What's up, Joe? He speared him and hit him with the, you know, elbow. It wasn't yep. even his shoulder. And then he barely hit right. him and then Strom was down for the three. Yep. I don't Still know. On, if, Joe. Happy birthday. I don't know if it's just, hey, we're running out of time, guys. You got to end this. End this now.
1: Yeah. I know. But, I mean, it's just, uh it was, and, you know, I was surprised that uh, Cedric Alexander and um, Sheldon Benjamin kind of split. I mean, I don't know if they're both going to become, if they're both going to
2: stay healed or if Sheldon Benjamin's going to turn face. I don't know.
0: I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what WWE is doing. I mean, especially, once again, uh, as many as times as we say it on Raw, one of the biggest things they have are their issues with their tag teams, men and women. Mm. Why just, he even said it, what, three weeks ago, whatever it was, they were the tag team champions, and now they implode. Well, I mean, you don't, you don't, sell your house until you you have one to replace it. Yeah, you may want to do All something right. with the house, but you don't just sell the house and say, oh, shit, now I got nothing, which is what WW... Yep. I mean, unless they figure the Viking Raiders are back. You know, and they were just in a 25-second backstage comedy thing with Riddle, and that's it. 2
2: right. Yep. Yeah, so, speaking of Riddle, our RK
1: Bro 2 and 0 now as a tag team. I mean I I thought that
0: was an okay match. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually. I mean in my when looking back at the actual show and everything, um that was I, I I'll say either Lashley strowman or that match was the best match of the night to me. Seamus Mansoor, a close third, but those two matches were, you know, the ending to the Strowman-Lashley match, which, once again, I said McIntyre, I mean, I was just a little wrong, I said McIntyre would be ringside and then he'll get involved in the match, well, he was ringside and didn't get involved until the match was over, but... Right.
1: So, in your opinion, how many more times and how many more chances is Lana and Naomi going to get?
0: Until the show, no tag teams. Right. I mean, the only other women's tag team they have on Raw um, is Mandy and Dana Brooke. Who else do they have? Unless they're going to do a makeshift one
1: two people together that really
0: don't belong together and see what happens. Right. You know, like they did with Charlotte and Asuka, like they did with Asuka and Rhea Ripley. I mean, that's what they do on Raw. Yep.
1: So what, what was your opinion on... Uh, I kind of figured it was going to happen, but what was your opinion on Charlotte being entered in the Asuka-Rhea Ripley match?
0: It seems like she's manipulating Sonya Deville. Well, I I guess. I mean, I think whether it was Sonya Deville or it was going to be Adam Pearce, she was going to get added to it one way or another. Um, Right. uh, Especially, I mean, if you didn't see that coming from the moment she returned on Monday Night Raw, stating that, you know, Rhea Ripley took her spot at WrestleMania and the Queen wasn't on the biggest event, if you didn't see that she was going to be in... A triple Threat match. Then, then you don't know anything about WWE. So right. it was. It was. There was absolute no surprise. Yep.
1: So I just. Uh. What about uh, the returning Eva? I mean, I wonder what WWE has got in store for her.
0: I don't know. The only thing is, I know. I mean, not that she wasn't hot before, um, but she's actually in more muscular shape. She she's more defined. Not saying she's not muscular like a Dana Brooke. Um but she's definitely more defined as far as tone goes. Um and her hair isn't as red. So she does to me look a little hotter but right. we've had we're we're beyond the era of just being a pretty face and a hot body and yep. unless she's been able to be something else in the ring unless she's going to be like um a scarlet Bordeaux to somebody and be somebody's eye candy, then i don't the jury's still out on her return,
1: right. We'll get into the Scarlet Bordeaux carrying Cross thing after Nucky's news. That'll be part of the second part of our show. But um, yeah, so I mean, I was I was surprised to to see Eve back. I hope that they have something for her. I mean, I don't know if she's going to be a heel or a face or. But um,
0: it well, be interesting to see. Yeah, Eve. even before though, when she was a face, she got booed out of the arena, cause she couldn't wrestle. At all, she was. I mean, Lana looks ten times better in the ring wrestling than even Marie ever did, and Lana's horrible.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, wanna thank, uh, I want to thank. I want to send out a personal thank you to um, Rick Del Santo from the PWZ podcast for giving the Top Rope board a shout out last night on his podcast. Um, that was uh, quite a surprise to hear him say that and um uh, the promo that i did to announce our show tonight Rick del, Rick del Santo is going to use that promo as part of his show to promote our show on his podcast i so,
0: didn't I, want- I, I didn't see any promo you did for tonight's show so i'll i'll i don't know did you oh, did you tag me in it when you well, posted I, it? I, I,
1: no, I, I just put it on
0: there. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, and uh, yeah. So I mean, like you said, you know, this Monday Night Raw was. I'd have to. I'd definitely have to say it was better than the previous ones. No
0: yeah. doubt. Yeah, if you want to say it was a step in the right direction, well, I'll say it's a step. I don't know if I'm going to say yet that it's in the right direction, but it's it's not a step backwards. Um, right. It is a step.
1: Yep. Um, while it's fresh on my mind, we'll probably talk about it again at the end of the week um, on Sunday or whatever. But um, while I have it fresh in my mind, getting off the subject of Raw for a minute and uh, turning the wheels to SmackDown, um, I read somewhere that Daniel Bryan's contract is expired in
2: WWE now.
0: I've I've, I've read that in a couple different places today. Um, That was part of my Nuggies news. Um, So I guess we'll just let the cat out of the bag. Um, But yeah, I mean... It's been reported um, by people and been confirmed by people inside of WWE and outside of WWE. Well, outside WWE, I don't know. That as of Friday, when he lost to Roman Reigns, that's when his contract had ended. If you remember last week, I talked about how Daniel Bryan said in an interview that is. Contract didn't expire in September, but he right. never said when it expired. He was just confirming that it didn't expire in September. So, there, I mean, until something is officially said or he shows up on, you know, Impact or AEW, I, I you know, I'll still believe it as a quote unquote rumor.
1: Right. Absolutely. So, well, yeah, I mean, it was really, uh, every week, though, that, uh, that Adnan Burke or whatever his name is, he's just not even, he's not, it doesn't even seem like he's trying to get any better. I mean, he's, he's just, he's just awful.
0: I mean... What's or maybe it's because he's new. I mean, yeah, I think it's... I mean... I I like his... And I, I kind of compare it a little bit to Pat McAfee. Um, where he brings a fan's... Quote-unquote fan's... Excitement to the announcer's table. Um, I mean, yep. he did say in an interview whether he was just saying it because of his new boss. That he you know, was was a, a wrestling fan years ago with, you know, Hulk Hogan and Rowdy Rowdy Piper and, you know, Randy Savage, um, so this is, you know, something that, that he's really going to love to do, well, okay, you name three people that anybody would be able to pick out as three wrestlers from the past, um, right. but, oh, shut up, um, I think he's got to – maybe he's got to take the earpiece out so he can't get fed lines because I still believe that, that happens, that he gets fed lines from backstage on topics and things that he's supposed to say. I think they all do. Um, I think some of yeah, them – I think some of them, Cary, Gro, Cary, Corey, Cary Groves, Corey Graves <laughs> – um, Michael Cole, who had been around for a lot longer, have a little bit more leeway. Um, right. But him, like when I said to you, him making statements that, oh, they've been doing this for years. Dude, you've been here for three weeks. Right. Y- you know, act like it.
2: Just like, yep, just like
1: Pat McAfee said. You know, Vince McMahon's in his ear while he's talking. I mean, that's that's kind of hard to to do while you're trying to call a wrestling match and you've got somebody in your ear feeding you stuff, too, that's thats hard to do as well. Yeah. So, yeah, but, I mean, hopefully, hopefully this, this step that WWE, that Monday Night Raw took, hopefully they'll have another step in the right direction on the next Monday Night Raw.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, I mean, it was... But, I don't know, I mean, like I said, even though they're very, very, very limited in the women's tag team division, I just really don't want to see Lana and Naomi again. I mean, just send them off to somewhere and, you know, leave it at that. And I'm also getting a little tired of the Alexa Bliss-Lily thing. Do something with it.
0: Well, they, they did. There were several. I mean, and that I mean, maybe that was one of the reasons why there were as many backstage backstage segments. But Lily was in at least three, and possibly four backstage segments, sitting in the background, kind of like Bray Wyatt used to do with the Fiend and, and the Buzzard and whoever. What was around? Right. Um, I mean, that's something I was going to talk about. In Nuggie's news.
1: Oh so, uh, well, hopefully WWE will will take that to another level. Um, yeah, so we got the pay per view coming up in two weeks. I said to Tony Black the other day, I said, "It seems like it's been forever since we did a prediction show." I mean, this is the, I think this is the longest stretch we've gone. In between pay-per-views, what's it, been? like five weeks?
0: Yeah, it'll be five weeks.
1: Yeah. And, uh, how many matches do they have scheduled already? Three. Three. So you got two more weeks to put together, probably, five more matches.
0: Yeah, five or six, yeah. Yeah. Yep.
2: And
1: then the one for Joe Match. Well,
0: that's yeah. why I say five or six, you know. Yeah. Maybe five yep. for the main card in a pre-show match.
1: Right. Um, WWE really hasn't been... I, now, I haven't noticed it. Maybe you've noticed it, and I just haven't noticed it because I haven't been paying too much attention to to it. Uh, WWE hasn't been doing much with the 24-7 championship lately. Maybe they're thinking it's played its course? Maybe. And R-Truth has won the title, what, 66 times?
0: I don't remember the exact number.
1: But, uh, so maybe that'll be, uh, you know, maybe they can just add something to it. You know, like we're supposed to have this segment set for, uh, our truth in the 24 7 title. Let's get rid of that and put another segment in there, see how that
0: works. But they're trying to, to I, I don't know. They just haven't done anything since. I mean, it was, it's had to be. Hmm. Excuse me, I I mean, I want to say it was uh, Fastlane was the last time we saw anything with the 24-7 title. Yep. So it's been, you know, a month and a half, almost two months.
1: Uh Uh-huh, yep, I agree. So the three matches they have now are the triple threat men's match, the triple threat women's match, and what's the third one? Bailey and Bianca. Alien Bianca, which is a match I'm definitely looking forward to watching. I think that's gonna be a really good match. Do you think that might be a possible co main event?
0: No. No? No, it's not it's just a regular pay per view. I I wouldn't I wouldn't imagine it being I mean, they may say that the raw women's championship is you know the women's main event, but is that going to be a better match than Bailey Bianca? I don't, I don't know how you would call one of them. Um, and I mean, it depends on what happens in the next two weeks with Roman Reigns. Right. You know, is the the pe- if if they have him in the event, if they don't, it's a huge mistake. But who right. would it be against right now? Is it going to be Cesaro?
1: Right, we don't know. Because right, right now Cesaro's got the program with Seth Rollins, and I think they should they should take that out a little further to see where that's going to go. I think putting uh, Cesaro in against Roman Reigns right now will kind of put a damper on the Seth Rollins Cesaro uh, feud. So we'll have to see what they're going to do with SmackDown. So. Everybody out there that's been listening, tuning in, right now it is my favorite part of the show. We hope it's everybody else's. It's Snuggie's News. So, Greg, the
0: floor is yours. All right. Well, thank you. And uh, just on a side note, if you don't like this segment, you can come back in about ten minutes because that's usually how long it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but real quickly, back to the um, Alexa Bliss Lily thing. Um, I know last week we had looked up to see, or I had looked up just to confirm what color hair she has. Um, and it is, it is red and Alexa Bliss was talking about how Lily had her eyes on a lot of people that she wanted to play with, um, this past week and one of the segments was when, um... Drew Gulak and, and Garza were talking. Lily was off in the background, off if you're looking at the TV, off to the left. Um, she was seen in the background of Randy Orton talking to Riddle. Is she also stalking Randy Orton? Um, there was another one where it was still not sure it could have been or just maybe looked like it was kind of dark, um, as to whether or not she was in the background when they showed Mansoor walking up. Well, I don't know why that would make any sense. But when Sonya Deville was getting chewed out by Adam Pierce, it was clear as day, if you looked off to the behind Sonya Deville, into the back, that Lily was there. They're... From what I've read and what I've seen, and, and, and I'm not going to take full credit for this, um, there is speculation that the red hair has something to do with possibly the fact that Sonia Deville was dressed all in red, and that's why she was there, or she was stalking the two of them because the Raw women's title is also red. And then you've got your far-fetched, really way out there, and not even left field. We're talking, like, you know when you go to a game and and you're looking for that lot, and that one that's like a mile and a half down the road, but it's only 15 bucks, but they block you in with all kinds of cars, so whether you want to leave early or not, you can't. We're talking, like, that's even too close. That the returning Eva Marie with her red hair is who's going to wind up being Lily. Two things. Okay. Two words. Two words. No way. Suck it. I don't want to see that by any way, shape, or form. No. Um, I know we're going to be talking about NXT after this, Uh, I'm not going to go into any of the results because we'll talk about that, but I will say that numbers this week, um, unlike AEW from the week before, SmackDown from the week before, Monday Night Raw from the week before, who all saw their ratings dip a little bit, NXT's ratings rose a little bit. They had 744,000 last week, 761 viewers this week. Um, So just a little information on that there is a I read an article um, that was actually released yesterday that says five stars that that who may not appear um, in the WWE until the fans return. Um, before they 're able to go before live crowds again, I know we had talked a few couple maybe two or three weeks ago um about how they may be doing some testing um house shows and you know live events with with fans um, so these are five people that this person um, thinks we may not see again till fans return. Just because of the reaction that they could get. The first one they list, Keith Lee. The next one, multi time WWE champion, Edge. The next one, former, and you almost forget, former Universal champion, The Fiend. Multi-time WWE World Champion, John Cena. And take a guess at the last one they list.
1: Uh, Kinder Mahal. I don't
0: know. Okay, a big WWE star that WWE. won't return until their live fans... Email, Becky Lynch? Yes. I was thinking you were going to say Brock Lesnar because that's all along what people have been saying. You won't see, you you yourself have said, we won't see Brock Lesnar until there's live fans. But yes, Becky Lynch is the last one that they mention. Yep. <laughs> Got some and, good
1: names on the list and I can
0: see why they're on there. I... <clears throat> The well, I mean, okay, John Cena. Okay, I'll I'll agree with that one. Um, Edge, I could agree with that one. Um, Becky Lynch, maybe maybe they want to say Becky Lynch for a live crowd pop. I will mention that if they're holding off, and she was good to go a few weeks ago, WrestleMania would have been the time for her. That's yep. just me, but I I don't see what the big to-do about holding Keith Lee and or The Fiend back until live audiences. Because right now, the next live audience would be SummerSlam as scheduled. So we're not going to see Keith Lee or the Fiend. Well, maybe the Fiend, oh, okay. But we're not going to see Keith Lee until SummerSlam. Doesn't doesn't work for me. Doesn't make sense. No. Um, and then another article is the obviously we know about Sheamus and his um, open challenges. These are your your five next best contenders to challenge Sheamus. Um, okay. First one they list, Damian Priest. They think that would be a good feud for Sheamus. I
2: agree.
0: Next one, Ricochet needs to remind the WWE Universe what he's capable of and answer the call. Next one, uh, it's really the only one on this list that I don't agree with. Um, okay. Former Retribution member Shane Thorne, a.k.a. Slapjack or Slapnuts, you may want it, may decide that Seamus is a great way for his first good impression. Right. Um, a Daniel Bryan coming over from SmackDown which I think we actually had mentioned, your I think you mentioned it, that he'd be a good choice to challenge Sheamus. And then the last one, which totally contradicts the story we that we, or the thing we just talked about, is Keith Lee um, could return um, with Sheamus on the top of his mind. So, if we're going to talk Keith Lee for a moment... Which way do you think and this will be the under Neggies news, Neggies news, Nuggies news, God, I'm all tongue twisted today. Um yeah. which way would you want them to bring Keith Lee back?
1: Um Well, definitely way before
2: SummerSlam, no doubt about that. Okay. But, uh... I would say, I I would love to see him answer an open challenge as long as it's for
1: the title. Yeah. You know, because she- Sheamus has the open challenge, and he's like, well, it's not for the title. Well,
0: that kind well, of... Well, I mean, th- I think that was just him with that little backstage thing with Mansoor. And, um, I- but I, I would love to see him go on a little streak of people coming out even have a have a ricochet come out have legitimate people come out to accept his challenge um and even if you you were to do it where it's goes a couple more pay-per-views you know give him a decent you know run with the title and then after money in the bank um you know, hey, listen. You know, they keep coming and I keep knocking them down. When somebody, you know, a good set of competition gonna come out and then boom, Keith Lee comes out.
1: Yep, that would be something. That would be something to see, and that would be something the WWE would need to do. So,
0: um, oh, right. I know so, they. One other quick thing I forgot to mention. I don't know. Okay. If, I know we were talking about upcoming pay-per-views at one time, um, and they were supposed to have a NXT UK takeover. Um, One that had gotten delayed twice before has now been delayed again. Um, It was supposed to be last year, early in the year, and then it got moved to October, and then from October it got moved to this year in June. Well, it's gotten pushed back again, Right now, there's no new date as to what it's when it could be, but the next scheduled um, event after Money in the Bank, um, and they don't have an official date for it yet, is Extreme Rules.
1: Okay. Alrighty. We'll have to wait for that to come up. So...
0: NXT. Now mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Now it's time to talk NXT. In my opinion, I gave it a B. Overall. I, I thought, uh, overall, yeah, I okay. thought the matches. A lot of those matches were tremendous. I mean, I uh, Isaiah Twrbs got Leo Ruff match was amazing.
0: With Leon Ruff. With Leon Ruff, yeah. That match was amazing. Yes, it was. Yes, it but was. Some of, things, some of the things they did and, and
1: jumping off the, the top there and the guy catching them and, I mean, some of the moves. It was, oh, my Lord, it was fabulous, that match. Yes,
0: yes, absolutely. The only thing that kept it, honestly, from being, in my eyes, an A-plus was the ending. Um, yep. And I didn't realize it until they actually showed the replay of it from overhead that from where Leon Ruff was jumping from, um, he was nowhere near where Isaiah Swerve Scott was, and that other right. guy that caught him was right there. And when mm-hmm. he jumped... He didn't even attempt, it didn't look like he even attempted to dr- jump towards swerve at all. There right. was no swerve right. in it. <laughs> he didn't have to swerve at all. He just jumped straight down. So, I mean, right. unless, you know, he said, oh, shit, he's here. I, I got to jump anyways. Um, but I, I definitely think that was an excellent match.
1: Yep. So we wanna we wanna welcome Mario Savaldi who's just tuned in and former WWF superstar Mario Mancini, Leonard and Zatari, is watching. Thanks thanks for tuning in, guys. Um yeah, even the Cameron Grimes match I thought was good. Really? Yeah, I mean the action was
0: That was the only match on the card that I, I gave just a straight C to. I don't I, I didn't I didn't like it. I mean the guy that he wrestled, kudos to him. Um it was his first time in NXT. He's recently been a member of, of Evolve Wrestling. Um so I mean, you know, kudos to him. He got to be on a you know, a prime time nationally televised wrestling show. Um yep. but I don't, I don't, maybe it's just the fact that, you know, Cameron Grimes to me is how Riddle was to you. I just don't get it. I don't get him. I just.
1: Also, one quick note, I just want to make mention to everybody out there, May 22nd will be the next showing for PAPW. So you definitely want to check out PAPW, the best independent wrestling right now on, uh. In Connecticut, and definitely check it out. But um, what'd, you, what'd you think, Horseface? They're tag team champions.
0: That was a another. I mean, I won't say great, but that was a really, really good match. Um, they and even you know and I won't and I'll I'll give her a little bit of respect this week and I'll say Indy Hartwell really impressed me with what she was able to pull off. Um, yep. she still needs to work on her selling, but other than that, I mean some of the things that she did, I mean kudos to all it. four women. You can
1: tell she's spending time in the gym. Yeah, her, her skills are improving quite a bit. So congratulations to the way. Yep, as they call themselves. Yep. Um,
0: Candice LeRae finally got her well long overdue, well deserved yep. first title in NXT. Now, watching that match, were you waiting like I was for a Ember Moon turn?
1: For some reason, I thought, I thought Ember Moon was going to turn. For some reason, I don't know what made me think that.
0: Yeah, I don't know what would make you think that either.
1: But it just, I just had
0: that thought. Well, my my Uh, thought after watching that match was Ember and Shotzi should show up in Shotzi Blackheart's tank on Monday Night Raw next Monday. Yeah. Because I think... They can afford to lose them as a tag team in NXT, and yep. they need an injection of something on Monday Night Raw.
1: Right. Bring them in a new, as a fresh new tag team, put a shot in the arm to the women's tag team division, and you know, make make it a a very good run and a good challenge for Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler.
0: I, I, well, yeah, but I mean, I, I think they're going to be losing their, I think any show now they could lose their titles. Yep.
1: Yep. And I think one of the best matches on the card last night was the Grizzled Young Veterans with Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher.
0: Um. I didn't think it was the best. But no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have given it a, a solid B to B plus. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. And I'm—I've always been a uh, Tommaso Ciampa fan, anyway. Yeah. And he's just—he just—it was a hard hit match. I mean.
2: Yep.
0: And 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 the man is just in incredible physical condition. I mean, even look—I mean, look at Seth Rollins. Look at Randy Orton. They look like they have the freshman 15, if you want to call it that, but I'll call it the pandemic pounds. You can tell that some you know guys just they hadn't been able to get to the gym and work out like they were. So they've got that little, they don't have the six-pack. They kind of got a couple abs just floating around there. Not, right. not Champa. He kept himself in excellent physical condition
1: absolutely and even with some of the injuries he's had he's had a couple of career threatening injuries yeah and and he's still in, in tremendous shape yep and then there was the carrying cross segment um,
0: yeah i i don't know
1: Tom O'Reilly cuz he just looked uh he looked out of place
0: yeah and like i said he you put him in the ring from bell to bell there's Especially in NXT, there's not many people that he can't compete with. Right. But when you put that long thing in his hand with the little thing on the top and he puts it towards his mouth to speak. It's over there. It it just doesn't fit. His, right. his mannerisms and his voice and this new whatever, the hat and the whatever he's got going on now, the the sunglasses, it... oh. Uh.
1: Yep. And I thought Pete Dunne came out and did a good job on the mic.
0: Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. But th- the the worst part of the whole segment was the fact that they hyped up, I mean, every other commercial break. I mean, on Monday Night Raw, and last week, that... that Finn Balor was returning. They showed him walking in with his suitcase on wheels. He was returning. And he said three words and threw four punches, and that was it. Yep. And he had what looked to me like a nightshirt, you know, like those T-shirt nightgowns on because that freaking T-shirt he had on was so long, it almost went down to the floor it seemed. I I just didn't. That whole, yeah, didn't get it.
1: And Carrion Cross looked so powerful.
0: Yeah, yeah. It seemed like no matter what those three guys did to him, either fought right back or it did absolutely nothing to him. Yep, that's the that's what I think they need for Carrion Cross. I mean, he, in my opinion, he has everything i don't know how many tools i know a baseball player has five tools um but whatever tools you want to say i mean he's got the the great valet he's got he's good on the mic he's got an, a great entrance theme he he's big he's powerful i there's he is set up to have a nice long championship run
1: right don't You know, don't let him drop the title to Kyle O'Reilly or don't let him drop the title to Pete Dunne because then that's
0: going to make him look really weak. Right. Just keep him as strong as possible. Keep him looking strong. Yep. What you got going with him now, stay with it because it seems to be working. Yep. Next time he loses... Oh, excuse me. When he does lose that title, the next match he has... Should be on the main roster against someone yep right,
1: and don't bring him up to the main roster and put him against Cedric Alexander or something you know put him oh in that's
0: the, fine that's the, fine. you want to put him against somebody like that that's fine. let him kick the I'd rather see him do that. I don't want this I, I'm tired of them bringing people up like putting Keith Lee and one of keith Lee's first matches against drew McIntyre. no. No, I don't care how dominant you are in AAA, you come up, you're not put into an all-star game. You know what I mean? You're, you've got to earn your way. Let them, let them dominate, which is what they used to do with tag teams. They'd have them come up and they had to go up the ranks till they got into, now just they bring people up and oh, this person's a main event talent and oh, wait a minute, why did he flop? Because you didn't build them up properly.
1: Yep. And I've always said, and we're going back many, many years, but I've always said that I was one of the big, one of the, one of the top stars that could have been a big name in the WWE back in the day was Lex Luger. But the WWE did not know what to do with him, did not know how to promote him. And that
0: just ruined everything
1: for him. Yeah. Yep. And when you look at him now and look at him back then, it's
2: night and
0: day. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Even when I mean, I, at him. I mean, unfortunately, it's the same way with a lot of, I mean, <laughs> former athletes, not just WWE. Um, yep. You know, I mean, no offense, but if, if you didn't know anything about wrestling and you took a look at Bret Hart and you would say, yeah, the best is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, and look at him like, at what? Drinking and playing poker? You know, it's it happens. It's father time. He catches up with all of us and kicks our ass. Yep. I think this
1: is the first time now in the show we haven't seen Jacob on tonight. He's usually one of the first ones in. We hope everything's okay
0: with him. Oh, maybe. Um, maybe he's busy. Maybe he's not just sitting at home on his computer or by his phone. Yeah.
1: I will see. I will see Jacob at uh, PAPW show on May twenty second. Um. Looking forward to that. So. Yeah. yeah so but you're, not you're,
0: you're you're definitely going to that show.
1: Yeah, I'll talk to you about it off the air. Oh, okay. Um. What is it? Um, I definitely was very pleased watching NXT last night. I mean, yeah. I definitely
0: gave the whole card a solid B. How about the, the Saray uh, match against that girl that beat Tony Storm in her NXT debut the week before?
1: Tell me about it. I didn't see it.
0: It was on NXT. I you saw NXT?
1: That was the only match I didn't see.
0: How did you not see it? I didn't see it. What happened that you didn't see it? It was in the middle of the show.
1: Well, you know, bathroom calls and smoke break calls and go out to the refrigerator and get the milk for my coffee and the next thing I know, boom, there's another match on. But I think Saree, I've seen her the first time uh, in that first match she had and they work with her. I think she can go places. She reminds she reminds me in a way you might disagree with me but she kind of reminds me of a Kyrie sane so to speak
2: yeah how yeah how I didn't think
0: Kyrie sane was gonna amount to much when she was
1: in NXT because she's so tiny right Saray's so not you know she's obviously taller than Kyrie sane but she just reminds me a little bit of Kyrie sane and if they work with her they she could go places.
0: Yeah, possibly.
1: Yep. But, uh, yeah, we didn't see Tony Storm. Uh, maybe she's still trying to get over that.
0: Well, no, we that. did. I mean, you didn't see the match, so, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Tony Storm did make an appearance, and she was confronted by Zoe Stark. Yep. And then there was a promo cut by Tony Storm afterwards saying that, you know, hey, I brought you into this business, you know, and I'm going to take you out you know, kind of thing to uh Zoe Stark.
1: Yeah. I saw the promo with um uh, Casey Can Canazaro. Canizaro is mm-hmm. how you pronounce it?
0: Catanzaro.
1: Yeah. Canizaro and her partner. And then Frankie Monet. I really wish they would uh do something with her.
2: I mean
0: How about oh, how about how about How about the dog pooping in the tank? (laughs) How does something that small poop that big?
1: I know. One thing I wanted to talk to you about. I'm trying to remember the name. But it had to do with Tessa Blanchard. Little Nug Joe put it on the page. Something, what was it called?
0: The Diamond Mine
1: diamond mine was that the guy
0: the big guy I don't I don't know I I I don't know who it is it doesn't from the I mean they had one last week they had one this week I, I went on YouTube watched one from last week um, the the guy that they show I mean obviously they don't show a face they don't show much but he doesn't look big enough to be that Peter Bordeaux guy that Joe had wondered if it could be him. You know, this guy's supposed to be the second coming of Brock Lesnar. Okay, whatever that means. Um, But to me, in my opinion, it it didn't... But if you look at last week's, that once again I saw it on YouTube, it it looked like there was also... could have been a woman. So, I don't... I don't know. Um... I did do a little bit of more digging around, and it is not speculated under most um, places that it's Tessa Blanchard and her husband. Um, there's no inclination. Uh, did read the article also that said that there was nobody in AEW that will confirm that Tessa and her husband are even. A thought to be in AEW now, um, so.
1: I just want to say thank you to Greg Nungster Chester. I just got a notification that he's watching, so thanks for tuning in, Greg.
0: Oh, sorry, I'm um, late. Usually it's right about an hour. This is about an hour and three minutes. Yeah.
1: I know, but yeah. So I mean, I don't know what you know who this diamond mind, what this diamond mine is. Who he is? Um, I I just don't know anything. But
2: like I said, you know, they didn't show
0: a face or anything, so you really can't. I mean, really they're they're portraying him off as having a you know MMA style background. I mean, that's the only thing I can think that they keep showing a you know a cage like that. Um, right. So I and I haven't read anything other than this other guy um, of you know. Somebody with an MMA background coming in to WWE or NXT or whatever.
1: All right. Well, we'll have to figure. We'll have to see where and when NXT is going to, you know, continue with this diamond mine and who it's going to turn out to be. Right. Um, you know, maybe it could be somebody that they wanted to repackage. You know. Maybe it was somebody oh, yeah. that they didn't think was going to start off with their, that was going to do anything good with their old character and they want to repackage Your mom, don't know, or it could be somebody new. Only time will tell. So, yeah, but uh, like I said, you know, to reiterate, I was pleased watching NXT. Uh, definitely was a good show. Hopefully they can continue with the momentum for next week. Uh, I guess next week is going to be uh that guy
0: okay. oh, excuse
1: Austin. me sorry. Austin, Austin Theory against Carrying Cross. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: that'll be about thirty seconds.
0: Um
1: uh, and I don't know, there just it just doesn't uh
0: There's the uh two do, the two out of three Falls match um Kushida against Santos Escobar. And then Raquel Gonzalez versus Mercedes Martinez. Those three matches have been advertised for next week.
1: Okay, so that could make uh, that could make NXT possibly another B show again, A minus or B with those three matches, especially Santos Escobar and Rusev. Yeah,
0: yeah, right. that that I'm especially in two out of three um, right. falls. Which means each one of them will win one fall and then there'll be a double count out or double disqualification for the third fall. So then it'll go right. into sudden death. Wait a minute. Two out of three would be sudden death um, or, or something stupid.
2: Yeah.
0: William Regal. Will no, wait a minute. That, that, would, that would be Monday Night Raw. Sorry, I gotta <laughs> give NXT a little bit more um, credit. Right. So, uh... Yeah, so
1: that's gonna be, uh gonna be good next week to see i just don't think uh maybe it's me i don't know i just don't think uh, mercedes martinez has got it anymore no no i mean she's up there um her skills kind of deteriorated a little bit over the years um and i really don't want to see that match next week because Raquel Gonzalez is a monster, and I just don't see uh, Mercedes Martinez really having much
2: of a chance right. to win
0: that match. And it would be great for Raquel Gonzalez and NXT if they let her dominate the match and not right. make it seem like she struggles to beat a 40-year-old woman um, yeah. who's on the, the back side of her career.
2: Yep. Yeah. Make it look like
1: you know. Make her dominate and give her the the sense of I'm the strongest one in the women's division. Come right. and get me. So that should that that should be uh, that should be good. Um. Has there been any? Has there been an Io Shirai sighting since she lost the title? Or
0: nope.
1: Could this be a, a way to bring her up to the roster?
0: I don't know.
1: We'll have
2: to, we'll have
1: to see what's going to happen with that. So, anything else, Greg? Anything else,
2: you know, Any, any other things on Monday Night
0: Raw? Or what no, I mean it, Smack- it's been an hour and fifteen Friday. minutes since you smoked your last cigarette, so it's got to be time. <laughs> it's got to be time for you to to shut the show down. So,
1: um, anything going out for SmackDown this Friday that's been uh, advertised?
0: Or? Nothing that I've seen.
1: No. I guess uh, I read somewhere that on the main event, I believe it was, they had Jinder Mahal against Jeff Hardy.
0: Well, I posted that. What do you mean you read somewhere? No.
1: Oh. yeah, you po- okay. posted that. So, well, Jinder Mahal could be coming back. You know, I know you mentioned some. Was it? It was also
2: you that mentioned the new faction
0: he might be with. Well, I, I had read some. Somebody, you know, had mentioned something that should happen. Um, that it should come out that Jinder Mahal was the true leader, of retribution and attack Drew McIntyre.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Alrighty, so we'll have to we'll have to keep our eyes peeled and see what WWE is going to do with Jinder Mahal and Jeff Hardy. Well, I think his time has passed. It's time for him to go on out to greener
0: pastures, I guess. Just work out the rest of your contract and go to AEW, go to AEW, because that's where the old useless people from WWE go. Yep,
1: I mean, I think it would be, you know, because he's been such a mainstay in WWE, for a lot of fans, it'll be sad to see Jeff Hardy go. But, you know, when your time is up, your time is up. Right. Oh. Oh, Jacob! You're watching now. We're just getting ready to, <laughs> to end the show, and uh, you're you're showing up. <laughs> well, it's nice to see you. He's dedicated. I'll tell you, one of the greats. I love that kid. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully SmackDown will be good. We'll be good on Friday. Um, Maybe there'll be some Daniel Bryan talk on SmackDown
0: and- I don't if I mean if he's not under a contract, I I don't I don't think they would. I mean they now, you do know they, go now, ahead.
1: they automatically move you to the alumni page.
0: Well, typically if your contract is up. Oh, <laughs> well, okay.
1: Well, if we don't see him anymore, Daniel Bryan, thanks for the memories, and we'll just wait for your Hall of Fame induction.
0: I don't. I. I. We'll see him again. This oh, yeah, is. He's not. He's not through.
2: No.
1: And I still think he's going to show up on Raw. I really do. Especially like you said last week. What else? You know, what other person to have show up to boost up your ratings?
0: Yeah, but, but I. I, I think he's. He. I don't. I don't think we're going to see him for a little while.
1: Right, take some time off, spend it yeah. with the wife and kids.
0: Kids, he's got two now. He's got two kids now. Yep, both girls. Yep. So, all righty, so we've come to the end of another edition of
1: the Top Rope Report. Greg, once again, great show. Yeah, thank you, you as well. Thank you, as usual, another great Nuggies news. And uh, so on behalf of the Nuggs, you Greg... This is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the top rope report, saying thank you very much for everybody tuning in, and we'll catch you all on Sunday. Report, saying thank you very much.